Welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media personality, correspondent, and digital influencer. My career has required that I make many cross-country relocations, starting out in my hometown of New Orleans, going to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, and ultimately back to New Orleans. I've had to start over and reinvent myself many times, which has made for interesting experiences, opportunities, and of course, some obstacles. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. I'll share my personal testimonials, trials, and tips, and invite guests to share theirs, all in hopes of inspiring you to live your best and most authentic personal and professional life, encouraging self-love and self-care. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the show. So today I want to talk about divine timing. Mm, 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 mm. And it's so funny because it's hard to talk about divine timing when you don't necessarily feel like the timing is exactly divine in that moment. But I have had so many moments of divine timing in my life that when I get to that place where I'm frustrated and I'm like oh my god things are not happening how I want them to when I want them to and I'm not seeing the results that I should be seeing based on the work I've been putting in and I just reflect back to the times that things have lined up so divinely that I could not have orchestrated it any better myself. And so I just want to share some of those moments with you in hopes of inspiring you to keep going, to know that whether or not you see it or feel it in this exact moment, the universe, God, they're all conspiring. It's all working for your good, I promise you. Okay, let's start back to Chicago. So I was working at WGCI radio station for seven years at the time. And I had actually fairly recently signed a two-year contract to work for two more years. And halfway through that contract, I was let go. And... If anybody knows anything about radio, when they let you go, it's just more like we moving in a different direction away from you. It's not that you did anything that we have ever talked to you about, identified, and we don't really have any explanation or excuse or reason why we're letting you go. It's just we are, quote unquote, moving in a different direction. So that's what was told to me. And interestingly enough, I had just, I had quietly been working on a television show and there was all this pushback and delays as far as when the television show is gonna come out. It's gonna come out this weekend. No, it's not gonna come out this weekend. We Just kidding. It's gonna come out next weekend. Just kidding. It's not coming out that weekend either. And literally the weekend, the Saturday before I got let go is when my TV show came out. So a lot of people thought that I had quit the radio station or that potentially the radio station let me go because of my TV show. Because it seemed like, you know, oh, she's got something else bigger and better popping. Yeah, let me tell you, that was just divine timing. I didn't plan it like that. It really just happened. But on a bigger level, that TV show was not going to supplement my income. And that TV show was not 
covering any health benefits. So luckily, working at WGCI, you have to be a member of SAG-AFTRA, and that's who your health benefits go through. Come to find out after the fact, SAG-AFTRA covers your health insurance for up to a year, depending on how long you had been invested in the program and how much you had earned during the um, course of your employment, they will cover your health insurance. So I qualified for them to cover my health insurance for a year after I was employed, after I was unemployed. My health insurance was going to be up September of 2016. And that date is important to remember. So keep that in your mind. Health insurance is going to be up September 20 of 2016. So I had also said I am a person that has saved aggressively all of my career. So I had a good bit of money saved cash in my savings. I have 401k, all this stuff. But I had recently bought a condo in Chicago and it was not cheap. And so I had exhausted a good bit of my um, cash, but I still had some left, a good bit in my savings. So I said, all right, you know, when I get down to this number in my savings, I'm going to have to get a job. And it might be just any old job. I don't know, but that's when I'm going to feel like I'm desperate or that I, you know, need more income. A year passed by. I didn't get no job. I was, uh, focusing on my entrepreneurial endeavors, which was my candy company at the time. And I was just miraculously every month something was coming through, whether it be candy sales or opportunities to host events or whatever, just things would kind of come out of nowhere or voiceover work. I was doing voiceover for Apple iTunes at the time, and that was remote work. And it was it, it got very consistent after I was unemployed. And so all of these little things were coming together for me. But when you grow up with old school parents who feel like if you're not clocking in nine to five every Monday through Friday, like you don't have a job, you're not working, you're unemployed, you don't have health insurance under a company umbrella, that can make you feel like you ain't doing shit. Like, I'm sitting at home every day. Yeah, I'm doing these voiceovers from my closet or from my home studio or whatever. But you feel like at the end of the day, I don't have a job, even though you might have some income coming in. Or even as an entrepreneur, I think a lot of people struggle with feeling like, uh, I, I don't really have a job. I'm not working because it's a very non-traditional lifestyle and it's it's not easily understood from people on the outside looking in. Anyway, so back to the story, I said, if I get to a certain level of cash under a certain level, then I'm going to have to get a job. So that time was quickly approaching after a year of being quote unquote unemployed and not having consistent income and having a mortgage and a car note and all these other things. So when that time starts approaching, I get an email from one of my mentors that says, hey, I referred you for this nationally syndicated show. I sent your package. Be on the lookout to hear something from somebody. And I was like, what? Like he didn't even tell me anything about it in advance. He just sent my resume, my air check without even telling me. And soon after that, I got a call and I got the position. So that was right when my money was getting funny. And here it is, a job pretty much falls into my lap. So, you know, when you start a job, they don't initially kick in your health insurance. You have to wait 90 days. 
So I started that job in June. So do the math. Guess when my health insurance kicked in? September of 2016, which was exactly when my other health insurance was going to be up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And that's not the end of my list of divine timing experiences. Um, a more recent experience, I have been doing some touring with AT&T and I loved it, loved working with the company. And they reached out to me about doing a Black History Month event. And it was going to be in LA and it was going to be of a different nature than what I had previously been working with them. But they loved my work so much and it was a great you know, partnership that they wanted to work with me again. So I was really excited about it. It was going to be my first time working in LA in a hosting capacity. And I was really looking forward to it. And about a week before the event, I get a, a text message saying, hey, come up with some questions for Anthony Anderson. Well, a little known fact, I don't rock with Anthony Anderson. He is a sexual predator. I've personally been subjected to his uh, sexual misconduct and gross unprofessionalism. You know, this is a man who was accused of rape on the set of Hustle and Flow. He was accused of sexual assault on the set of Meet the Andersons, his short-lived sitcom. This is a man that currently is being criminally investigated for assaulting a caterer who worked on an event that he did. This just came out yesterday. He has a long laundry list of accusations that from my personal experience I believe all to be true and why he is being portrayed as a family man I think has to do with the fact that the people who do know the truth do not come forward and do not hold him accountable here it is this was my opportunity and so I'm a committee of one to number one not support any projects that he's a part of but number two definitely not participate in celebrating who he appears to be publicly when I know who he is privately and so I was really put in a position where I had a choice to make that number one I could get this money and say whatever you know ignore the fact that he is a part of this and interact with him and participate in celebrating him as though nothing had ever happened and I chose to roll with my integrity because this year my word has been alignment and I'm not interested in doing anything with anyone that is not aligned with my morals, my goals, and, you know, what I believe in. And so it was tough. You know, it's, it's easy to stand on principle when your money ain't involved or you don't have bills to pay or um, things like that. But this was really my opportunity to, in my opinion, take a stand. And what I decided to do was I emailed the, the marketing company who had hired me and said, you know, I really would love to be a part of this event. And I regret that I won't be able to, because also y'all remember, this was going to be my first time working in LA. I was excited about that, you know, getting exposure in front of a new audience. And this was like a week before the event. So I didn't want to, I was afraid potentially of burning bridges with 
a client that I had built a, a year long relationship with really a little bit over a year and potentially putting them in a bad spot a week out before the event. But I decided to, you know, and this was around the Me Too movement as well. And just kind of why I say that it, it being around the Me Too movement was just reinforcing that if we don't stand up for ourselves and advocate for ourselves and and just take a stand on what we feel is right. It's going to continue. And if it, if other people choose to participate in that, that's their choice. But when you know better, you need to do better for yourself personally, or you are going to constantly be put in those situations. So I sent an email to the company and I said, you know, I would love to have participated. I was really looking forward to this, however, um, and I am available to participate because that's something else that I've been conscious about doing is not lying or covering up the reason because some people had advised me to say, oh, Um, Just tell them that you got sick or that, you know, you have a family emergency. But nah, that's not really the case. So I said I am available. However, I am unwilling to participate in anything that Anthony Anderson is involved in because I have personally been subjected to his gross unprofessionalism and sexual misconduct. And they responded with, I understand. However, they did move forward with having him be a part of this Black Excellence event. And I haven't heard from them since. But who I did hear from that very same day that I sent that email was rolling out to have me host the red carpet for the American Black Film Festival Honors in LA the same exact weekend. So I did a little praise dance and I was like, you see, look at God coming on through with the hookup and the upgrade because it was just crazy to me because here it was, I felt like I was potentially missing out on an opportunity for for standing in my integrity. And here it is, the universe and God slid through with the upgrade. And it's like, nah, you're not ever. And you know, I, I posted a quote on Instagram the other day and it said, you will never have to compromise your integrity for your destiny. And that situation was not only about divine timing for me, but it was also confirmation of that, that when you are walking in your purpose and walking in your integrity and not bending to just take whatever is offered to you, but what is in true alignment with who and what you are and and who and what you aspire to be, you ain't never missing out on nothing ever, 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 ever. So I say all that to say, whatever you're going through right now, if it is feeling like you're not seeing the results, if it's feeling like an opportunity has passed you by, what's for you will never pass you by. And a lot of times what I have realized is those opportunities that I thought passed me by really were not a good fit. And when that upgrade comes through, you're going to be like, oh, This is why that didn't work out. Oh, yeah, this was a much better fit. This timing was much better timing because you appreciate it so much more when it comes through in the clutch. And this is my message to myself and to you is to just trust 
the process. Trust the journey. Trust where you are today, right now, in this very moment. Because every single moment, every single opportunity, every single um, experience, what you consider to be a misstep, a mistake, all of that is making you who you are. It's teaching you something. And the, the key is to know that from each mistake, from each uh, perceived missed opportunity, is to take and apply the lesson in that and move forward more smart in the in the future because what that situation with Anthony Anderson taught me is that don't hesitate to decline something that would compromise your integrity don't even sleep on it do that shit quick fast and in a hurry mm, you you know it don't feel right so just say it out the gate you know don't even think about what you could possibly be missing out on in your mind if it's not aligned and if you have to compromise who or what you are then it's not for you it's not part of your path it's not part of your destiny and remove it quick fast and in a hurry sooner rather than later and you know you just take all these experiences and apply them going forward to be better to be smarter to be more efficient and to be more purposeful and and strategic in getting to your fairy tale whatever that looks like for you in your life so stay encouraged stay trusting the process your life can change in the next 30 seconds for the better at any moment. And that's such a beautiful and amazing thing to be reminded of. And when you decide to move in your integrity, just watch how the universe will move with you. Just trust it is all working for your good. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.